0: This is Cliffcentral.com. Come on now. Oh yeah. I know that I will want really right. She wins hard for her money. Yes, she does so hard for it, honey. That's right. How are you Anthea?
1: Good morning. That good. was great.
0: Yeah. We'll we'll <laughs> try and do this properly. That's the original. That's Donna Summer. Okay, what do we got on the agenda this morning? The US Fed left rates unchanged.
1: Before we talk about that, can I answer your J D Group question? Oh yeah, sure, sure, or your sure. About Joshua, Joshua Doris question, which became J D
0: Group. We had an uncle in the furniture business. Do we still?
1: Well, he then got bought out by our uncle Marcus Yuster, Uh-oh. Steinoff. oh. Steinoff. Well. So we had a crooked <laughs>
0: uncle in the furniture business. Mm.
1: Yeah, and they owned, Um Hi-Fi Corporation, oh, Bradlow's, Russells. Yes. Um, incredible connection. Yeah. Uh, so your kind of mass market furniture mm-hmm. stores bought okay. out by Steinoff, and we know what happened there.
0: All right. So U.S. Fed. Rates unchanged.
1: They left rates unchanged, but signaled quite strongly that they were prepared to cut rates. And all of this is really... Weren't we
0: hoping for this rate cut now?
1: Uh, no, we will not um, No, we we knew that they weren't going to raise interest rates. We weren't expecting a rate cut, but mm-hmm. we were hoping that they would say that they're going to cut rates. I think it's maybe – it's a little bit too soon for them to cut rates. And really they're doing it because they want to give the economy a boost. Okay. So just when you thought the economy was growing fantastically well, they're seeing signs of a slowdown. And so, hence, a potential rate cut. They're not saying they're going to. And then the European Central Bank left rates unchanged as well. I think for them it's the same story, you know, prepared to put in stimulus measures to keep the economy going. And there's so much going on with Brexit at the moment that none of the um, central banks want to do anything in Europe. So Yeah, they're all waiting on on tenterhooks. (laughs) For the... British uh, new prime minister Boris Johnson. <laughs> well, of course in. it's going to
0: be Boris, but uh, but what you know, when he's when he is in, is he going to be able to deliver the Brexit that Theresa couldn't?
1: I don't know. What do you think? Well, he has to. He doesn't have, no have a option, choice, does he?
0: Backs against the wall. Alright, South African CPI, inflation rate, are we looking?
1: Yeah, so inflation came out at 4.5% year on year, which is exactly where the Reserve Bank wants it. Um, a couple of things there, 0.1% of the contribution was due to the petrol price rise, and mm-hmm. so that won't happen again. Um, but really where we're seeing inflation f- fairly sticky is, um, the state-controlled prices, so water, electricity, property rates, and taxes, which have all been escalating fairly quickly.
0: Yeah, I saw that on, on a bill that uh, we had a guy called Joe Camino in here the other day, and Joe was showing us how the, the, those prices just go up. You don't even notice them.
1: Yeah. I, I got my notification it. last week that yeah. I was, my rates were going up. Same
0: so. service, if not worse. <laughs> pay more. Yes.
1: Um, so I think if so, – so the calculation – we did was that if we don't get Those state controlled Prices increases we would Have had inflation at 3.7% mm-hmm. Which really tells mm-hmm. you something um, And so I think I, th- I think we're okay it, it leaves The Reserve Bank with a bit of a quandary Because we're hoping they'll cut rates at the next Meeting but actually With, in, with, with um, CPI inflation kind of fairly Steady but the state co- Controlled prices still increasing Are they, aren't they? It's a real big question. I mean, obviously, you know my view. They should cut, right? Um, Okay. Yeah.
0: Now, we've talked about multi-choice quite a lot recently, and there are a lot less people with satellite dishes, but I did hear that multi-choice in Africa is doing very well.
1: That's right, yes. Um, So, they reported results last week. Core headline earnings per share was up 10%, which was very nice. Mm. South Africa did add, though half a million subscribers, while the rest of Africa added 1.1 million subscribers, which is pretty much exactly their run rate that they've had for the last year. But I think the real, the real kind of the the test of what's going on here is that premium subscriptions declined in South Africa by 7%, mid market subscriptions rose by 2%, and mass market subscriptions rose by 23%. Mm -hmm. So you're seeing a real trading down um, from the premium subscriptions to the mass market, the lower end kind of essential bouquet, if you like, or whatever they call it. I mean, they're doing some multi-choice doing particularly well. They saw a 96% improvement in free cash flow to 3.3 billion rand. Wow. Yeah, so this is a great company now kind of sitting very cash flush. Um, I think the only debt they've got is capitalized, capitalized finance leases, which is your your car leases and mm-hmm. buildings and that sort of thing. Um So, yeah, a net debt of 9 billion rand. I mean, I I think you're going to see a really nice dividend come out of this next year. They're not paying dividend this year, but next year I'm pretty sure they would, if all things go as normal, let's say. And then, of course, the ex-parent company, Naspas, also released results last year um, for the year ending March. Mm -hmm. They released it Friday afternoon, as they do. Uh, 25% rise in core profits Which was spectacular again Um, A couple of things You know I, I think this is a business That now is doing is seeing their investments come to the fore. And what Naspers is actually doing, whereas before they used to invest in new businesses, you know, completely venture capital stuff, they're now investing in businesses that they see are making money already. And so we should see some decent profits come out of there. Um, they're sitting on a net cash position of $6.3 billion. Not rands, dollars. Um, and they spend $3.3 billion on the investments for this year. So, um Yeah doing particularly well. The, the interesting thing that came out of the results so were disappointing, um not not a huge issue, a little bit disappointing, is first of all, they've named the new business, which they're going to list in Amsterdam, it's Process, I think that's how you pronounce it, P-R-O-S-U-S. It's a terrible annals, name. Oh, well, that's exactly what the analyst said. Terrible said, name. whoever came up with that should be well, taken outside. Well, analysts should be careful shot. too, because they
0: got <laughs> anal in their name, so they... <laughs>
1: Yes, we do remind them of that every once in a while. (laughs) Um, And then they've decided they're delaying their Dutch listing until September of this year. And it's not a big deal. Normally when this happens, we're quite wary and we want to know why. But in this case, NASPAS have said it's simply a matter of administration. You know, a couple of things. It's not great. A couple of things weren't registered on time. It's an admin issue, really. No, Mm -hmm. No big deal. And then the other only kind of noteworthy report that we had last week was CUP um, reported a core headline earnings per share decline of 8% for the full year. Very, very disappointing. Uh, The share was down 14% one day um, when Mm. they released these results. It's just incredibly disappointing, Um, especially considering that they had growth of 6% in the first half of the year. Um, So, of course, you've seen that would have been – you know, and, and CUP is not one of those that has perfect linear um, revenues and profits through the year. One half of the year is obviously better than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you average it out, if you have 6% growth in the first half of the year and then 8% decline for the full year, you can see that the second half was probably, what, 14% down? Um, very disappointing. But, you know, like, what do you expect, though? You, you know, there aren't many companies that are going to escape... An economy that is struggling so badly, and especially not in kind of where retailers are involved, or or consumers, I should say, need to be spending. I mean, that's the real thing with South Africa at the moment, is that retailers have cut to the bone, consumers under pressure. Unless we get this economy kick-started, these companies, there's not much else they can do, quite frankly.
0: That's right, just to keep their heads above water. All right, one last thing. Uh, Facebook, and we'll talk to uh, Louis Bass in a moment about uh, this in the Revix uh, update this morning. But Facebook announced their cryptocurrency Libra.
1: That's right.
0: And uh, how's the market responded so far?
1: A couple of days on. Well, I'll tell you, um, it really, a rising tide lifts all boats, right? Because uh, Bitcoin broke through $10,000. Ethereum was up. All the cryptocurrencies Mm -hmm. were up on the release of potentially a competitor. I didn't really understand that. (laughs) But, yeah. Well, it's good for the whole ecosystem, right? Um, Is it? Yeah. I mean, isn't Libra just competition for Bitcoin?
0: Well, no, because what Libra is going to do is it's going to bring a bunch of people who weren't involved or interested in cryptocurrency into the orbit of that stuff because of Facebook being a distribution mechanism.
1: That's right. And and just
0: think about how that adds millions upon millions of people um, to proximity with with cryptocurrency, which they wouldn't have had before.
1: Indeed. And one of the things <clears> that <throat> Facebook said is that they they really are targeting the unbanked in the world. That's right. Um, which is difficult because generally the unbanked sit in areas where internet connection is slow or expensive.
0: But if they're on Facebook…
1: Exactly. Yeah. There you go. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, it it was quite telling that they said… The blockchain mechanism was going to sit in Switzerland and that was going to be called Calibra. Mm-hmm. Um, and that Mark Zuckerberg would have nothing to do with it. I think that was, you, you know, with all that. That's always
0: a positive sign.
1: <laughs> they made a point of saying that. All right. Um, and so yeah, I think the currency will be launched officially at the beginning of next year.
0: Thank you, Anthea. My that's pleasure. That's all we got time for this morning. Anthea Gardner and the money shot. This is CliffCentral.com.